Hi people. I'm Modoni. I'm Caroline. Diana. I'm Sally. And together we are SOS Dadas. Hi Sally. There's been heartache and pain. I don't know if I can face it again. Can't stop now. I've traveled so far to change this lonely life. I want to know what love is. I want you to show me. I want to know what love is. I know you can show me. Hi, everyone. Hi. I hope you all are good. How are you girls? Hi, Sally. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. I know everyone is like, hmm. what's going on? It's not spoken word, guys. This is not spoken word. Welcome back to SOS Dada, Dada's uh, podcast. And we are so um, glad you've tuned us again. New month, new things. Uh, and I don't know if you guys got it, but I was talking about love. Credits to Maria Carey. Yes. yes. Please do not uh, copyright, copyright infringement. Yes. See, you felt it. I felt it. Really, you went to a whole new level. But I'm so glad you guys got the song because people usually just, you know, know what love is. Uh, yeah, so they know the tune, but uh, the if, words are really important. If you important. don't know the lyrics, now you do. Now you do. Check out, uh, probably I'll link it somewhere in my blog. Um, which will now give more detail about our topic. But hey, welcome, guys. The topic today is about love. And someone tell us what love is, right? This is something that um, I can say the world over, everyone keeps talking about. Mm. Love is potentially actually the most thought about thing in human history. That's true. Many have died for it. Many are dying trying to find it. <laughs> Many are dying to understand it from both, if you talk about gender, different genders. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And hands down, it's the most vital part of our lives here on earth and I guess the life to come. Yeah. Second to oxygen and food. Correct? <laughs> yeah. I, I can agree. I said love makes the world go around. Actually, yeah. you just read my mind. Who remembers Powerpuff Girls? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> now, let, let, let's think about it for a minute. I know where you're going. Yes, thank you. So remember the intro. Sugar, mm. spice, and, and everything, everything nice. nice. Yeah? These were the ingredients to give Professor Utonium. And then, you remember what Professor Utonium did? Guys, I'm sorry if you did not, you were not brought up in the, you didn't grow up in the 90s. Cartoon, cartoon Network era. No, Cartoon Network when Powerpuff Girls were still yeah. on, right? So Powerpuff Girls had sugar, spice, and, and everything, everything nice. nice. And then what was added? Chemical, chemical X, right? And everyone was like, "What is this chemical X?" So in our lives, we'll, we're gonna we're gonna use all these context, the Marakari song, and chemical X, and sugar spice, and everything nice to kind of understand um, what love is. Mm-hmm. But then again, love is brought out. I think our biggest influence growing up, I guess you guys can agree, can be the media. Yeah. yeah. So growing up yeah. as kids, the first thing you see in love, what makes love or what makes love go around as Carol sang. Actually, the song was love, 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 la, la, love, la, la, love, makes the world go round. Yeah, you guys were so addicted at four after school. Yeah. yeah so anyway, so we're going to talk about does love make the world go round and what our viewpoints are on love? Because trust me, we cannot like exhaust all this avenues of love true, but true. we can do it based on our knowledge and what the world shows us about um love and essentially how um how we're supposed to love 
and and what what is defined to us to love so i'd say like modern the most influences from the media specifically would be from movies that convey you know mm-hmm. love as being this glamour full thing it's always love and money yeah? titanic yeah titanic does your heart really always go on? Like, do we ask ourselves this question? You know? And then we're always thinking love about, you know, when you think about your lover, the person you love, you know, you think of this chiseled body. Well, I do, please. This is last. You know, there's also a difference, eh? Last and love. That's a different podcast. It's okay. It's fine. But you see, when we talk about love, we have to remember that last plays a big part. Indeed. That's true. But this is love. I'm talking about love from the world's perspective, right? Because we're Christian girls, but hey, we were brought up in this world and there are certain things we need to remember that affected our image on love. So we think about uh, love being about chiseled bodies draped in designer wear, you know, <laughs> shirtless man. Anyway, sorry, sorry, I, I digress. So we think about, you know, the, the material things that love offers. Yeah. Yeah. And how, um, how basically love is about what you get. Mm. Very little about what you give. Right, and we're yeah. gonna see what's what, in it for me. What's yeah. in it for me? Yeah. Like you love me, yeah. and then I'll consider loving Maybe. you. Maybe based on whether you you, you do good things. If you to do me. it right. If you do it right. Yeah, there might be some rewards. Yeah. yeah, and then we assume a great wedding means he must love her so mm. much. So these are or gifts. Yeah, or gifts. Yeah, as I said, you know, perfect things, perfect the way you want it to be. Yeah. Mm. So without all these things, there is no. Love. love. You don't love me if you don't buy for me certain things. So I just want to get from your perspective. Because I'm learning, guys. I'm not a guru in love. You can call me the love doctor on the side, but I'm not a guru in this stuff. And I, I'm, I'm always I'm always curious. So this statement, Dan, I want you to, to let me know whether it's true, whether you, you find it as true. True love stories never have endings. You know, like, for example, let me give you, let me paint a picture mm-hmm. here. Um, after Cinderella and Prince Charming, they walk out. They walk out into their the sunset, the blissful horizon. The blissful horizon, and then to the end come. They usually picked up by doves. Mm-hmm. And like we see, to the end, credits, credits come up. So happily ever after. Happily yeah. ever after. Happily ever. Uh, yes, that's the statement. So what, Dana, is that true? Do you believe people live happily ever? That's what you're asking me. Yeah, as in like, do true love stories never have endings? For me, I would say no. Mm-hmm. I believe that all true love stories have happy endings. Mm-hmm. Because, I, and maybe I'm a sucker for love, honestly. Maybe some people don't believe this. But I'm those people, every love story, because the greatest love story has an happy ending. Let's just be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eternity mm-hmm. is going to be amazing. We can't even begin to imagine it. That's why I feel every true love story will have a happy ending. And that's mm-hmm. because God designed love to be like that. Does it mean that it's this blissful where it's roses every day? It's this amazing, you know... Um, where every day it's like I love you, I love you too. Oh, we are we are traveling the world. No, it doesn't mean mm. love will hurt. Yeah, love Ooh. is painful. Uh-huh. You know, mm-hmm. love and you, I think we begin to realize the more intimate you get with somebody, whether it's parent or marriage or even friend, the more they will hurt you and the more it will hurt more. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. If a stranger steps on your foot, you're to ouch, Nisawa. Yeah. But you see, if if if, if your you father, you know, if your father, that? you're like, Yani. For actually, we look at it like they sat and concocted to hurt yes, you. Yes, yeah. you know, it was premeditated. It was a plan to hurt you. you yeah, know? and and the more we grow, I think when we were in our twenties, love was this amazing white dress, and I'm gonna be this beautiful bride, and then the honeymoon will be all blissful in sandy beaches. Mm. But the older you get, the more you realize that love hurts, and it doesn't hurt to break you, but it hurts to build you. Mm. And yes. and people, let's, let's get that again. Yeah, hashtag, love hashtag love doesn't. <laughs> 
say it again love, love doesn't not to break you but, but to, to build, build you. you yeah yes. amen and and once we shift our mind with that then love will have a happy ending because mm. what what doesn't break you will build you mm. and if love was given to us to build us then mm. surely it must have a happy ending and let me chime into that then as in because again as somebody sitting down and saying yeah the world defines love as having things mm-hmm. as 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 marriage you know you don't find love until you're married mm-hmm. others say love is when you know you're happy with with yourself so i just want to give a, a you know a contextual environment of love and i'll give it in terms of you know a philosophical way yes yeah i mean i did a brief stint of psychology so just to give guys the five actually four main types of love mm-hmm. right so we know usually you will automatically have these three others there's one that's not really talked about so there's one basic i'll call it you know the hierarchy of needs yes there's one basic type of love called eros love mm-hmm. and this love is actually focused on eros coming from erotic okay. so coming from something that is sensual sexual. sexual love yeah and this is the most basic type of physiological love known mm. right and so eros love of course is stimulated by certain things and even you can find it in babies like in terms of like the way they respond to certain stimuli um in detail but yeah but even from from a, an early age eros love is your inclination we can call it as a christian a can, your carnal love mm. right and then you have the storge love and this is what Diana was alluding to. Like mm-hmm. the love you have for your father, the love you have for your brother, your mother, mm-hmm. that's called storge love. I'm using Greek terms because it's philosophical. The philosophical background starts from the Greek people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is like love that is based on loyalty, love based on devotion um, because of spending large amounts of time with the person. Mm-hmm. And then there is fleo love, which is now you consciously saying, I'm going to love you as my friend. So... This is the, it's a bit more, as you notice, we are moving in cognitive involvement of the love. We started from Eros, which is very bodily. Then we moved to Storge, which is about how much time I spend with you. And so Mm -hmm. I've developed a love. Then we've moved to the aspect of Phileo love, sorry, which is about now you making a decision. I I decide, for example, to be your friend, Mudoni. I try, I, I, I choose because, not because of what I've heard about you, but because of my experiences with you. You get mm-hmm. it? So, yeah. Good thinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, and it's a constant decision. I mean, every day you I'm choose you. to. Yeah, <laughs> I'm growing up, I'm growing up. So anyway, so flair love is based on friendship and, you know, um, we even find in the Bible different types of flair love. Like, for example, the love that uh, David and Jonathan experienced mm. when, you know, David was being persecuted, but the love that, by Jonathan's father, and the love that, that, Jonathan had for David, you know, um, was flair love. And you can even actually see God and God the Father, God God the Father and God and Jesus having flair love. When um, specifically, if you read uh, in the book of Romans, I think it's from Romans 12, 10, that talks about um, how there's a friendship you can see between um, God, and the, uh, God and Jesus. And then now, this is the most important love, which I believe we're going to focus more into, is agape love. Yeah, so agape love is actually love based on obedience, mm. right? So this love is 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 like one of the highest levels of love, and that as Christians we are meant to chime into that. So I just wanted to give that specific thing. So agape mm. love, obedience love, uh, flair love based on friendship, uh, choosing to love somebody, storge love based on family, um, mm. and that is like the loyalty that you have for them and devotion and eros love, the most basic everyone can have eros love. Central, yeah, yeah, on the central love. So, Mudoni, um, yeah, uh, probably. I would want to get your thought 
not probably, I definitely want to get your thoughts <laughs> on, uh, in your own words, kindly explain in the end of whatever the end is, um, we discover that to love and to let go can be the same thing. Okay. That's mm-hmm. a mouthful. Can I repeat that for you? I think I got you. Yeah. But basically what she's talking about is how loving somebody is okay and how also letting go of somebody you love mm. is still okay. Mm. And it's basically one and the same thing. Because we struggle with that a lot. I think we struggle with that a lot. Um, one of the things I did the second to is about, you know, old friendships. Mm-hmm. There's some people who you are probably friends with um, a long time ago and now you're not. Mm. And it doesn't mean that what you had then mm. didn't mean anything. That's mm. true. You know, because, I mean, if you look at through your life, there are people I've been friends with forever. And there are people who you're probably really close with. Even people you date. I mean, those mm. things come to an end at some point. Mm. And it could be mutual decisions that, you know what, it's not working out, it's fine. But sometimes it feels that when you let go of somebody, mm. it automatically means that you don't love them. Mm. And I don't think that's fair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you, as much as you love somebody, it might get to a point where you realize you're not good for each other. Yes. For whatever situation you're in. Because it gets to a point that as we grow older, we learn more things about ourselves, we learn more things about our environments. Right. And the same happens to the other person. Mm. Right? So let's say like right now, you know, Carol and I have been friends for a while. It might get to a point where she ends up going left, I end up going right, mm. and we might lose touch. She might leave mm. the country. I might leave the country. Yeah. Mm. Go to Italy, right? Go to Italy. Ooh. Yeah. My dreams. <laughs> so valid. <laughs> so, but, but the thing is, it doesn't mean that because we lost touch, and I, I don't worry about how, you know, Carol's Carol is doing, doing mm. what's going on with her life, but because of certain dynamics, we might have had to let go yeah. of each mm. other. So, and I think that's usually helps. And I think that would really help people when they are struggling in relationships. Mm. You find some people probably are still holding on to something that is not working. You mm. know, yeah. you might find some friends basically are abusive. They take so much from you mm. and you end up feeling drained. Mm. But how do you manage to set those boundaries and realize, you know what? I love you. I wish you all the best. But I can't do it from here, mm. you know? So it doesn't mean that when you let go, you're done. It just means that you're moving to like a healthier place mm. and it's okay. I can love you from a distance, right? I can love you from a distance. But also, like, uh, with what Modoni is saying, for me, I think it goes back to you really need to differentiate in regards to what's good for me. And also, it's a sign of letting go is a sign of what's healthy for me and this is loving me. Because mm. also, you see, yeah. I cannot be able to love Modoni if I do not love myself. Because if... I'm in a toxic relationship with man called Zed and he's being abusive towards me. Loving myself, even to be able to love him and to love anyone else who's in my friend circle, I need to be able to let go of that. Because mm. if I don't, that yeah. toxic relationship spills in my life and spills also in my life with other people that I relate with. Mm. Love begets love. You can't give that which you don't have. Exactly. Amen. Yeah. 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 I'm seeing, you know, like back to Pav, of course. Ha! You, re- you do remember that we talked about sugar, spice. This is the spice. Yes. Yeah. This is the spice of love because love does have spice. And those are the main decisions we have to make, especially as Carol said, you know, you, you have to be able to be healthy in your love relationships with others. You know, when you're, when you're dealing now with flair love, when you have to make decisions in friendships, you know, which ones to leave, which ones to stay. But again, if you look at agape love, it influences everything. Yeah. Like as you've talked about, are you are you channeled into the source, which is God? Mm-hmm. Are you using that as your benchmark to love? Because I believe a lot of people don't use love, uh, God as their benchmark to love. And yeah. the way God loves us, 
which is the most famous verse in the world. For God so loved the world. John 3.16. Yeah. So he gave. So love has something to do with giving. Mm. Yeah. So even if it involves some sugar, it involves some spice and some everything and nice. Mm. Yeah. It still involves love. Give that sugar. Give yeah. that spice. Give that spice. And again, people are worried. If I love you, do I criticize you? Yeah. And it's important to criticize those you love. Again, do it constructively, please. Mm. Not uh, uh, without a motive, a positive motive for that person. <laughs> so, Carol, mm. um, not even the love that exists in the most wonderful marriage, and I'm asking you this because you're married, <laughs> um, truly satisfies at the deepest, mm. most ex- existential level, and that's because we were made to love and be loved by our creator. Mm. Is that true or false? No, that's true. It does not satisfy. Mm-hmm. So probably I can expound. So what's to do? <laughs> do not be fooled. Do not be fooled. <laughs> no. Um, so, so first of all, for me, it starts with uh, what Sally has talked about, uh, agape love. That's the basis of all the love and everything that we can do in the world. First of all, love is a decision. It's mm. not a feeling. Mm. So but we there. act. Love is a decision, guys. Decision. It's yeah. not a feeling. Mm-hmm. So when when you when you decide to that it's a decision in marriage you don't wake up today okay my husband has upset me so I do not love him no mm-hmm. you choose to be the bigger person and love him nonetheless mm-hmm. you do your part because also you you have to remember that at the end of the day mm-hmm. you have a relationship with God mm-hmm. to maintain and at the end of the day we're not going to heaven 84 Carol was married so she'll go to heaven and then I was not married she'll mm-hmm. go to hell no mm-hmm. God is asking us about what's your personal relationship with with me mm-hmm. yeah. so that's very important so as much as I may have a husband who loves me greatly it cannot satisfy and that's why you'll find people in marriages that are not living fulfilled right. because you've based first of all love on a feeling for how my husband or wife makes me feel how they treat you yeah and even in relationships like uh even before marriage so it will be about how these people treat me and what they get me and it's not about the core of deciding that i'm going to love you yeah those vows that we say in the wedding for in sickness and in health Mm. you know with or without in poor poverty or even in riches Mm. you have to make that decision first Mm. and okay like i will give a case in point of when we went for a honeymoon, we were doing our devotion together as mm-hmm. a couple. And I had, since I became a believer, I always do devotion every day mm-hmm. by myself and take time to pray. Mm-hmm. So when we're doing it, it was yeah. really nice and lovely. Yeah. But when I came back from the honeymoon, I felt so empty. And mm-hmm. I remember this Wednesday sitting down with my husband and telling him, it's not that I don't love you, mm-hmm. but imagine we need to do devotion together, but also I need to do devotion with my maker. Mm. So for me, I felt empty because my tank was not being filled by sitting at the presence of the Lord. Mm. So if I sit at the presence of the Lord, he directs me on what I need to do that day. He teaches me how to love this man better. Mm. And he enables me by fellowshipping with God and having my love relationship with God, which I call usually call the vertical connection. Mm. I'm able to overflow horizontally to my husband, Ooh, to my family. in-laws, yeah. to my friends. Yeah. And to be very honest, for me, I've noticed in life mm-hmm. that when I don't have my vertical connection right with God, mm-hmm. my horizontal doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's very important. Don't be fooled that it's, oh, now if I get married to this rich man and he's providing for me everything that I'll be, it will be enough. Mm-hmm. Get it right in terms of the only love that's fulfilling is 
first of all get your vertical connection well with god mm. then the horizontal will work out because god also teaches you how to love these people that are in your life mm. oh. and I, yeah like i i think carol you've dropped mic many times there and essentially when when we look at your story specifically it means you already alone as as carol before you became mrs x yeah. you you really <laughs> sorry sorry carol's husband for calling you mr x but before you became mrs x um you had a vertical connection with god as yes, an individual yeah. so that challenges us even as singles mm. you know do you have a connection with god and do you understand his love right you talked about things to do with and especially on agape love it reminds me of a verse in Matthew 5:44 that says love your enemies now that that <laughs> is really really a big thing to do love your enemies is that a feeling do you love your enemies no it's a, like to, it's a decision to to raise above the situation and to right. be a better person it doesn't yeah. matter how much hate you're spewing by side yes. imagine what god has asked me to love you and loving you does not mean that you are going to be hanging out with a java uh-huh. bffs in life <laughs> uh-huh. no but they like i have no ill feelings towards you yeah however because i know you're toxic in my life kapale Exactly. And so the kapale is not like putting you away, but it's like I'll hold you in prayer. Yeah. Like yes. so that your 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 life yes. is edified still. I'll be kind to you. But that doesn't yes. automatically mean again I have to hang out with you. So I still, you know, extend to you fruits of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. but I love you with God's love because God's love is not about a feelings. Mm-hmm. So um now uh when we look at the 21st century woman right because that's who we who we are and that is basically who i hope um we we will we will influence in our lives you know as modern single women in the 21st century we're navigating the single road like that's the married road mm. the single road right mm. so what is the most challenging part about accepting god's love specifically to us girls who are single carol take a breather um <laughs> as who are single another <laughs> yeah yeah so now as as a 21st century woman um what are the things what can you say are um the challenges that you have to accept god's love in all the ways because we've seen the agape love of god mm. what are the challenges any instances mudoni dana i think for me okay can i go first yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for me i would say that how is god accepting me and me i'm not accepting myself hey, how how like i find I mean, now you have I, to go fast. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't right, accepted uh, myself with my flaws, right. with my challenges, yeah. with all these things. How can he take me and I haven't even fully accepted myself? So I struggle, I struggle with that because I beat myself down when I do bad things. Mm. I beat myself down when I'm not mm. when I when I offend people, you know. Mm. And I'm like you're still taking me in that space, mm. you know. And and for me the it's the wonder of his love. Eh? Yeah, it's yeah. it's been a constant warfare, you yeah. know. And I'm a friend of mine, ah, bless her heart Natasha Kimani and she always mm. tells me, "Then be kinder to yourself." Mm. And that's the one thing. Shout out to Natasha. Yeah, we and, love you. And, and that's the one thing <laughs> I've been repeating to myself since yeah. she told me that yeah. Diana be kinder to yourself mm. you know mm. because God has accepted me fully imagine you know imagine. so 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 why yeah. am I you know beating myself down yeah. so I think for me that's been the greatest struggle how can you accept me and then I don't accept myself so yeah. I'm 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 learning yeah to to be kinder to myself daily because mm. when I do that then I begin to accept him mm. so I may have made many mistakes in my life I may I may not be this amazing perfect person but if God has taken me as I am mm. I can take me as I am mm. and then take somebody else because mm. we're all growing because mm. that's very important yeah. so you don't put yourself in a pedestal from what I'm getting what you're saying you don't put yourself on a pedestal like um I particularly like uh, God loves me like yes you know God loves you but it's harder said than none 
you know it's, it's more it's, it's sorry it's easier said than done because um you have to ac- accept the love and you have to also extend the love yes. so it's not just about receiving exactly. it's about also extending yeah. any examples Mudoni, of that in your life as a 21st century woman interior designer so fly and good in your life mm-hmm. and yeah 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 <laughs> so funny <laughs> um, i'm still thinking about the whole thing about accepting love because you see diana brought up the whole point about loving yourself yeah now this also thing is that we we also there's a way we imagine how love to be mm-hmm. understand so i'm a hugger Mm. Ooh, shout out to Shout out to her. that I give bad hugs. But she does. Carol does. Yeah. It's, it's a fact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not too much body contact. Yeah. No, yes, I will teach you. Good. Don't worry. I, I have taught a few people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See me after this. Yeah, Because um, I'm just thinking about that, and then I'm just thinking like it'll be nice if like God could just you know shuka and give me a hug. No. Because you see that's how. You receive love. I see, receive love, you know. So I'm just wondering, you know, because we want God to be tangible. You want something we can hold on to. Mm. You want to be able to feel those, you know, those, those, mm. I'm imagining his big arms. Biceps and triceps. Holding, but still squishy. You. you know, not just at your heart, but mm-hmm. soft as well. That's more than his type, eh? You guys, take yes. note, take note. Fluffy. <laughs> Fluffy, a little yeah. fluffiness Ooh. so nice anyway but i'm just thinking about like you know because god shows his love in so many ways and it's it's for us guys now to be open towards it mm. because there's no time he's ever holding it back you know yeah. because you can look at it as a point from a parent a loving parent and things like that but he's so much bigger than that mm. so we need to learn how to accept god's love and i think the more you feel his presence is when you seek him out mm-hmm. when you stay that's in his true. word when you seek his when you seek him out you will feel his presence mm. that's true. it's cliche sometimes i imagine him hugging me as i go to bed but mm. basically my point so so accepting accepting it is is first of all you know you need to feel as if you're worthy of it mm. so you need to you know like we Dana said like you know be kinder you to yourself those, yeah, yeah. remove all those things that weigh you down because the moment you start weighing yourself down you you put yourself to be out of reach yeah. you know but if you remember that the greatest love story yeah is in the bible you know yeah. it's about christ you know yeah. sacrificing himself for us mm-hmm. i mean what else do you need to yeah. know that you are worthy of it exactly and to on that same note um a father sacrificing his only son for essentially a bunch of people who even right now don't even know that they need to be saved like mm-hmm. that and girls just as a disclaimer no nobody nobody should deceive you nobody will live on this earth and tell you i shall die for you <laughs> lies <laughs> yeah some of us say it with a lot of a uh, feeling eh but no one is going to die for you like the way jesus died for you That's so true. accepting that is one thing but knowing is one another thing so knowing that our father did that for that for us that is what love is so john first john 316 again this is people don't know they know john 316 mm, but yeah. first john 316 actually mm. says this is how we know what love mm, is yeah. yeah jesus christ laid down his life for us did he enjoy it no oh, it was painful it was painful did he feel like oh i'm going to die for y'all cheers mm-hmm. no he did it anyway. Why? Because he's not living in Eros or in Stargo or in Sorge or in Fleo love. He was in agape love. So agape love is our 
our our target of type of love we too can actually share agape love if we as mudoni says tune in to go back to god have mm. a connection with him so that you understand where this basis of love is and with time you shall and with time and, and by the grace of god you shall develop um the characteristics of christ because mm. i used to wear this this bracelet in high school what would jesus do wwjd what would jesus do he would love and he would love on the basis of sacrifice So if I see love I see sacrifice I see obedience to the true lover of everything and again we again guys we will not talk about all the areas of love mm. today and in this podcast but to come you shall hear of other aspects because love is so big we just decided to drop that for now um and we thank you so much for listening to us all the time um we've been able to uh, to 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 speak about this topic I'm so excited because I love love we all love love yeah <laughs> well Carol you love love right it's a good feeling yes, yes you do so thank you so much I want to give a shout out to um our producer Billy Black and uh just tune in to us again we have blogs so there's a blog on so love we have a very cool blog about waiting upon god yeah on so love. on waiting on god so that's a blog check it out on our website uh as well as um social media find us on our handle SOS dadas pretty much on all our social media avenues yeah. Yeah. and until next time love away and <laughs> bye, bye.